everybody, welcome to Project Rusty, where we take a break from playing video games to play with the news. I am Robert, and I'm joined here by Austin. Hello. Mike. What's up? And our guest this week, Elizabeth. Hello. Uh, and you guys know what we do here every week. We come together, we talk about the weird stuff happening in the games industry. I feel like there's been a lot recently. And I want to toss the ball here at Elizabeth first. What have you got for us? Can we pour one out for the Sonic movie animators who have to redo months of work to fix Sonic because everyone hated it so much? I, you know, I'm under the impression that I think, I think it's a conspiracy and that they've had a good one this whole time. (laughs) They just wanted to try out the bad one? I think the bad one was to generate all the press because, you know, no press, like bad press is good press, right? Any publicity is good publicity. That's true. And then they're just going to come out with this, this uh, new one. Like, oh man, guys, we worked so hard on this, but look at how good it looks. (laughs) Yeah. It does not seem like they would be able to make a whole new Sonic animate him throughout the whole movie in time for the release. I was doing some research on it earlier today. And as far as I can tell, there's no release date change. Yeah. It's wild. (laughs) I don't know what their plan is, but I'm scared. I feel bad for those poor animators. I mean, if anything, this kind of um, this kind of encourages crunch, which is something that I thought only video games did, which video games shouldn't do. But now I guess movie industry, it might be happening there, too, now. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it is a video game movie, technically, so maybe they feel like it's okay to do that then. But it's not good. I feel I feel really sorry for those animators. I, I just I need to know like how much of the movie was done bef- when they came out with that trailer because now they have to redo all of it to fix Sonic because they made a bad choice. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's kind of just fucked up straight up. Yeah, and so- I'm sure it wasn't the animators' like decision on it. I'm sure it was like some people in the higher ups. Because they're probably just, you know, animating to animate. See, I, you know, I, I do agree with you that I feel bad for the animators. This is all, this like really sucks, right? Like all this work that you as a team did now has to be redone at a faster rate. Like that's the worst. Yeah. Assuming they haven't done the work already. Assuming <laughs> they haven't done it, right. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm going to say like I've seen Jim Sterling's video this week about Hollywood and how it pretty much fucks up any source material that it gets. And this is a classic case of that. So I just I feel sympathy for the people who are boots on the ground, like actually have to edit and animate everything. But I feel no sympathy toward the higher ups who like not a single person, like not one person looked at this cut of the trailer and was like, hold on, there's something wrong with Sonic. (laughs) No kidding. Wait a minute. Yeah, it was more like, fuck it, it's done, let's go. Like, even Sonic's co-creator came out and was like, "Uh, I think it would be better if you guys fixed this, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, who who made Wreck-It Ralph? Was that Pixar or Disney? Disney, I think. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. it was Disney. So how the fuck did they do Sonic right? But the people who bought the literal Sonic license to make a movie about Sonic the Hedgehog cannot get him right. I mean... Because he has to be quote-unquote realistic, even though he just looks like a child wearing a Sonic fursuit with really long legs. 
I mean, come on. The best people at fucking up Sonic are Sega themselves, and they're active in this movie, whereas in Wreck-It Ralph, they probably had, like, just a say on if they should have him in the movie, and that was it. So, yeah. of course, you're they're not right. You're so up. right, and you should say it. <laughs> and Sonic Mania wasn't made by... Well, I mean, I know Sega had some stuff to do with it, but, like, the main team that usually makes the Sonic games, they weren't involved, and this was the best Sonic game in years. Ever, maybe. I feel, I feel like the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise is the Cleveland Browns of modern video game franchises. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, like, you're going to have those diehard loyal fans, but they all know deep inside that this thing they love hurts them, but they don't know anything better. Yeah. Sonic I guess the Hedgehog so. is so fascinating to me. I like it wasn't one of the things that I grew up with, so I don't have any like, you know, nostalgic memories of it. It's just such a clusterfuck. And like I just like to sit back and kind of observe and just be like, Wow. You know, this is a thing. This is a thing that's been going on for years. Yeah, I grew up with Sonic the Hedgehog, so it's like now I'm looking at it like, man, he is getting boned hard now these days. Yeah. Uh, you're not watching yep. porn, are you? Well, <laughs> there's enough of it out there. Yeah, yeah no, no freaking kidding. You know, I'm not saying I looked at it or anything. But <laughs> Yeah, I you know, I'm I'm a fan of Sonic too. I like you know, there are some of the games that I really like. I mean I'm more of a fan of modern Sonic than old school 2D Sonic personally, but you know, Everyone needs their own, right? I, but I, I've lost respect for you. That's fine. Um, when you th- when you think of when you think about Sonic at like a base level of like who this creature is, like he's he he didn't have a chance from the start, really. Like he's a little he's a little blue guy who runs really fast. So what would he eat to maintain that fast speed? Of course, fattening chili dogs. Why didn't I think of that? Huh. Yeah, and who does he get, who's he going to fight to save the world? Like, all of his friends are animals. He saves a bunch of animals. There's a little ton of animals in the world. But who does he fight? That's his main bad guy. Uh, an egg-shaped human. <laughs> who, uh, according to the Sonic Bible, was like a normal human who fused with an egg which is why he is egg shaped yeah oh that's disgusting what yep. is <laughs> what is sonic the hedgehog really well according to an the sonic bible we know he's not an alien which this movie has seemed to imply already that he is so mm-hmm. we're not off to a good start i you know i think he's an alien because he doesn't live in our world canonically right but i think in this movie he is in our world. He's a multiverse hopper. Is that what you're telling me? I, you know, he could break the multiverse speed barrier. I don't know. Well, that's a, that's <laughs> fair. Man, I'm just Sonic I'm, the Hedgehog Speed Force. You know, I really hope he has the Speed Force because he runs real fast. But I don't know. I I'm still excited to watch the Sonic movie. I think I'm gonna be there day one still because my reason for watching it has not changed just because of redesigning Sonic. That's fair because there's still the whole rest of the movie. Yeah, like and not just the Sonic design. They still have to make a good plot. 
No, no, they don't. That's out no, the window already. I've already given up on a plot. <laughs> um, so here, here's another thing that I thought of since we talked about Sonic last time. Um, pretty much since the beginning, or since like the very early days, at least Sonic 2, Sonic has always had a friend with him. Tails, Knuckles, Rouge the Bat, I guess. Um, <laughs> a fucking robot named Gamma. Like, there, there are a lot of characters in the Sonic universe. Of course, the favorite fan favorite being Big the Cat. And why is Sonic the only furry in this movie? What if they just haven't shown us the rest of them yet? I mean, that would be Big Spoodles. Yeah, I was about to say, maybe they just haven't revealed, you know, Tails and Knuckles yet. They wanted to see how Sonic would fly first. <laughs> And now they're retroactively changing all of them. That brings me to my next question is how fucked do you think they are if they did have an entire plan of, you know, yeah, we're going to have Tails show up and Knuckles. Oh, God, guys, I'm just trying to imagine Big the Cat in the like Sonic (laughs) style for that movie. And it's not it's not good. What about that bat? Wait, we already talked about her. But like, how would they do that? How would they? Ugh, oh, she'd be weirdly like, like leathery. Uh, <laughs> and I bet that? you she would be uncomfortably sexualized. I was oh, about to yes, say yeah. exactly, all, exactly. All part, she already kind of was. Oh Jesus! And what's that like weird little freaky fairy thing that that like I don't know. The child haven't played. Yeah, that. Ooh, I don't like that. No way. I feel like the chows are maybe the only thing that could translate into that realistic style that wouldn't look the worst. Uh, I don't know about that. Same. <laughs> See, uh, the thing is, they would for the realistic style that they they're going that they have, they like shrank the eyes way down. So I feel like if they did that to a chow, it would not work. Yeah, it's true. Um, I want to gear this conversation a little toward a movie that does not require you to bleach your eyes after seeing it. Um, Detective Pikachu that actually comes out this week. Uh, I'm excited for it. I really want to see it on release day, but my sister's graduating, so I can't see it. Yeah, I already got my tickets for release day. We're talking about going on Sunday. My mom says it's Mother's Day, so Dad has to let her do whatever she wants to do. Oh yeah, (laughs) and that's seeing Detective Pikachu. Um, but you know, people say that uh, Tom Holland spoils a lot of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and now I think Ryan Reynolds is taking a taking a stab at that because he uploaded the whole movie to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. I saw it. Oh yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I was d- watching right before we started recording. In fact, dude, I I really love it because I love how it's actually like an hour and forty two minutes, and then yeah, after the first movie. Too. After the first maybe 30 seconds, it's just a loop of Pikachu dancing, and it's great. <laughs> the thing is, I feel like I could watch the full one hour and 42 minutes. I already watched about eight before we started recording, and it is a loop. Yeah, I mean, I don't you know, it's hypnotized. It, he's so cute. His little feet are so small. And yeah, I just want to point this out as this is just a masterclass in how to take a cartoon and make it look realistic and do it right. Yeah, and like I know we all kind of were iffy back when the the first trailer for this movie came out about things like Mr. Mime and Jigglypuff, but compared to Sonic, masterpieces, all of them. 
Yeah, and I kind of I didn't even really hate them that much back then because I kind of liked how all of them looked so different from each other, you know, because yeah. all Pokemon. I just hated the idea of Mr. Mime. Yeah, like... I, I think I was one of the few people that actually liked the designs when they first came out. Oh, I mean, I was like, me. Yeah, to me, I was like, what the fuck did you expect them to look like? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, let's be real. They're, they're all kind of fucked up. <laughs> Especially yeah. Mr. Mime. Oh, yeah, God. Okay. I hope they have Jinx. Please have Jinx in the movie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that might actually stir up some trouble. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just funny to me how this is this is just the epitome of the people behind Sega can't get one furry creature right. But the Pokemon company here is getting how many Pokemon on the movie? Like 30, 40, 50? Yeah, something so like that. Far, yeah. Right? And like they're That's getting all of those money. pretty much right. From what I've seen so far in the trailers. Yeah, because like there's a difference between like, you know, translating a design into a realistic style versus like com- what the Sonic team did, which was completely change it. Like the Pokemon people at least kept the proportions of the Pokemon. They really did look like the Pokemon. Exactly. Yeah. Sonic looked like you took him and you stretched him out. Yeah, it's like they took Sonic and made him like, what if it was a human that tried to be Sonic? You know? Yeah, a really skinny child that tried to be Sonic. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, it's it's not like... Yeah, I guess we're going back to Sonic here real quick, but it's not like Sega didn't have the the reference, like the Sonic Adventure games. All pretty much every modern yeah. Sonic game after that all have, have Sonic. They have a 3D Sonic model. Well, not only that, but they've had a 3D Sonic model stand next to what I assume would be an average human. Oh yeah, they did. Because in Sonic Adventure, when they're like just normal people walking around. Yeah. So they they had the reference, and they just threw it out the window. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> God, that video game world is so stupid. Austin, what have you got? <laughs> um, well, how about something that I didn't spoil before the show? Um, man, Randy Pittsford, he is just a mess, isn't he? Oh, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, it's really entertaining to just watch his Twitter, but now it, it gets even worse. This, this ties into Claptrap. Uh, the Claptrap voice actor the original one, is not going to be in the game. They got somebody else. Uh, originally, this guy was doing it for free, I believe, because he worked at Gearbox. Now, mm-hmm. since he doesn't work at Gearbox, he's not getting paid. Furthermore, he's saying... David Eggs is the original voice. He's saying that Randy Pitchford assaulted him and that Randy Pitchford siphoned about $12 million dollars worth of revenue from the employee royalty pool. I don't know what to believe, but I mean, if you just look at what Randy's doing on Twitter, wouldn't wouldn't be too far fetched. Yeah, I feel like this is a lot to unpack about Mr. Pitchford. So <laughs> let's let's start with something simple. He had child pornography on a thumb drive. Great. Yeah, pretty much. Left it in a public space. Medieval times. How? Was that a, it, like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, 
This man is a wild thing. And, you know, this is just one of, I think, many stories coming out recently about, you know, Borderlands 3 looks very good. Don't get me wrong. I'm very excited. It does. Yeah. Uh, That that gameplay reveal event was cool. It was pretty much everything I wanted. You know, it looks just like Borderlands 2, but better. No 20 minute uh, magic trick. Well, some would argue it was an hour long magic trick of us seeing mm. Borderlands three. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but then all this behind the scenes stuff coming out is real rough. I mean, for one, Randy Pitchford just seems like a kind of disgusting man. Um, Troy Baker isn't coming back to voice Reese, and we don't know the reason why because both of them are not agreeing. And now we have this thing with David Edding that like gearbox is literally refusing to pay someone to do voice it's a shit show is what it is yeah pretty much yeah i get that the original reasoning is that edding used to work for gearbox and he volunteered to do the claptrap voice so it's like sure but since what 2016 or 17 he's worked at rooster teeth i want to say Funhouse, so, I believe. So yeah, that's Rooster yeah. Teeth. Uh, yeah, under Rooster Teeth. So he's clearly not gonna volunteer, I think, since he's not on Gearbox's payroll. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he has other things he needs to do. <laughs> yeah, like funhouse things. So I don't know. I th- I think that's just uh Randy Pitchford asking a little too much. Like, hey, you used to volunteer, why don't you volunteer anymore? Oh, because I don't work there. And also, you kind of abused me. Yeah. Just going to throw allegedly, that out there. Let's just say. Oh, yeah, allegedly. But I mean, come on. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's it's enough, honestly, in my head. To, if all this is proven true, I could totally see a movement that's just boycott Borderlands 3. You know? See, I'm still going to play it. Because that's just kind of punishing the people that made it you know they're talented good people you just got one idiot at the top that makes everything seem bad yeah i was about to say that's true but is he gonna steal money out of their payroll oh that's a good question (laughs) yeah i was about to say we can't punish the entire team because one guy is fucking up you know yeah, and I we agree can't with that. punish the entire team because one guy is already punishing the entire team. <laughs> yeah, that's true with magic tricks. But I mean, I'm just saying I could see that movement start though on the internet. Yeah. I mean, that's just yeah, how people are too. wired, right? Yeah, yeah. There probably will be a petition. Has it already started? I wonder. And let's maybe. see. Handy Google. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a epic es- exclusivity boycott. Oh yeah, I forgot that I was mean, that's yeah. not really surprising. Yeah, that's a whole another part of this Borderlands Three fiasco. And but that makes sense to me. Oh yeah, yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, and then there's this other thing too that I just remembered. Uh, Game Informer published an article after that Borderlands Three gameplay reveal. About how even though Randy Pitchford said there was going to be no microtransactions, there's going to be microtransactions. Great. And I don't know if you guys were on Twitter that day, but Randy pretty much threw a shit shit show. He threw a little shit fit. And Mm -hmm. that's a good word. I like that word. Thank you. And he clapped back and was like, are you calling me a liar? And one of the game calling you a truther. Exactly. (laughs) I call you a truther. (laughs) 
<laughs> but real talk, no. Um, the Game Informer editors just said, you know, I we never used, we never called you a liar, and we never said that you lied. We were just presenting facts, and I think it ended amicably. Where you know the editor just asked for, hey, give us a statement. You know, if, if you're serious, just give us a statement. And uh, then Randy gave like a 20 tweet long statement where I'm pretty sure it probably all came while he was sitting on the toilet. Um, (laughs) And, you know, it's just, dude, you can't like there's a way to do PR and then there's a real bad way to do PR. And I think that was the bad way. Yeah, I mean, he is their PR and he's not good at it. I feel like all of his (laughs) PR has been the bad way. In some ways, though, it's magical, right? Uh, uh no yeah what are you getting at robert nothing really he's i mean isn't his twitter handle like magic duval or something duval magic whatever yeah. that means yeah i don't fucking know he likes magic i mean here's the hoping borderlands 3 still lives up to what everyone hopes it is because it is one of those games that people have been wanting for years now, you know? Maybe they can pull a Papa John's and be like, we're no longer associated with Randy Pitchford. <laughs> it's our game now. Better guns, better Borderlands. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it is sad that this is all happening because Borderlands 3 is something I've been waiting for for a long time. And then all this shitstorm just keeps coming out, you know? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, yeah. even even if I do play Borderlands, I'd be worried I couldn't th- uh, just forget all of these bad things. Yeah, yeah. that's another yeah. thing. Like, especially with Claptrap, because I remember when I was watching that gameplay reveal, I kept thinking Claptrap sounds real weird. Yeah, like, it was a little off. Yeah, like that's not Claptrap. And if it's anything like the past three Borderlands games, Claptrap is going to play a big enough role where you're going to be hearing him at least once every two hours. Oh, and more than once. Maybe more. Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe more. And to me, that's just going to be a constant reminder of like, oh, yeah, I remember how David Edding didn't come back because they didn't want to pay him money because he volunteered before while he worked for them. And also he accused Randy Pitchford of abusing him. Remember that? Yeah. It, it's just so weird. I, I still can't get over the fact that you got two different voice actors for two iconic characters now. Like maybe you guys probably may or may not have played Borderlands uh, or Tales from the Borderlands, but like Love that game. Reese, yeah, that was probably honestly my game of the year. Uh, Reese, he he was fantastic, and mm. uh, from what I hear, people who play the demo say he just sounds weird, different, and I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, and it's it's also like you're crossing Troy motherfucking Baker. You yeah, know, he's like, he's amazing. Yeah, he's I mean, not yeah. he's not just some, you know, muck off the street. Yeah, yeah no. I mean, you but know, maybe I don't, they're just being cheap and not decide enough to use Troy Baker cuz he's expensive. I mean, yeah, I'm sure Troy Baker's expensive, but I also get the impression that Troy Baker's the kind of guy where he values the idea of bringing his characters back to life for the See, audience. Over I, the I agree with that, but I know for sure in uh, with Tales of Vesperia, the remake, the remaster that came out, he didn't know that they were remastering it and they didn't ask him to do his character again. And he was very upset. Yep. So yeah. it makes me um, wonder if that's the same situation because Troy Baker's a very high profile voice actor now. And back when Tales of Vesperia came out, 
for the first time in like 2008 or whatever it was, he wasn't all that well known. So he was able to voice the protagonist. But yeah, so I'm wondering if it's the same kind of situation or if it's actually Troy Baker's got a beef with this company. <laughs> I mean, he does now. He didn't before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, it's... I don't know, the way I see it, like, Troy Baker is huge, right? He, like, it's gotten to the point where he can make fun of himself for being in every video game. Like, that's mm-hmm. insane. <laughs> um, He's like but, Nolan North. Exactly, and that's why he and Nolan North play video games together on a YouTube channel. Which brings me to the next point I want to make. Why would you cross not only a very famous voice actor, but also a very famous voice actor who has a platform where hundreds of thousands of people watch him weekly? Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. Fucking up, Randy. Yikes. Same. Hey, Mike, do you got anything left for us? Yeah, um, apparently Respawn has been pretty busy with Apex Legends. Um, they just recently came out and said that since Apex Legends has released, they banned over 770,000 players for cheating. Nice. Oh, great. Nice. Well, that's a lot of... They've blocked over 300,000 account creations and 4,000 cheat seller accounts. Hmm. I was about to say, like, you know, that's impressive that they've blocked all these accounts. But I guess I got to say, is cheating in that game that easy? I guess it is. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know how it works, but... If uh, if a lot of the com- computing happens on the client side, yeah. And this is just PC. They're not they're not adding the console versions either. Um, with that, mm. that's yeah. a lot of freaking people. Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool though, right? I mean, the Apex Legends, uh, I feel, isn't as much in the media as it was a month ago, but nonetheless, that game blew the hell up. Yeah, you know, um, and it's good to see that they're maintaining it despite having two other major projects on their plate that I can think of. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're different teams at the studio, but you know, it's just nice to see that the Apex Legends team can still kind of hold the fort down. Yeah, you know, they're still they're not immediately moving on to something different. Yeah, I mean, they're they're sticking with it with Apex Legends. I have like a roadmap at least till the end of this year, I think. I mean, especially with a game like that where like having online communication is so integral and like having events and new stuff for it is such a big part of the game. Yeah, and hopefully they can actually uh what's the word? Like have better seasons moving out. I felt like season one was really underwhelming when you compare it to a lot of what Fortnite does. I think they're uh, kind of going for quality over quantity here. Yeah. Uh-uh. But another thing about that story that Mike mentioned is that, you know, they, they blocked also, I don't know, maybe 200,000 or something, 300,000 people trying to make the account again. Yeah. After they got banned, which is pretty funny. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. Though. I mean, that shows that they've got like a good anti-cheat system set in place, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Because yeah. I remember it was like a week ago they published something about kind of 
saying, hey, we're going to be doing better for the future seasons, but also we're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes to deal with cheaters. We just can't say it because then the cheaters will know, obviously. And yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and it's nice to see that stuff actually paying off. Yeah, and this is where I got the numbers from was a dev update where they're talking about the the anti-cheat system they're using and showing the numbers of how well it's working. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that's impressive. That. Screw yeah. cheaters. Yeah, I, I don't I don't play on PC, so I don't really have that problem, but like I heard it was quite rampant and (laughs) very rampant, apparently. That kind of stuff just makes a game not fun anymore. Exactly. Yeah. See, there's a part of me where I I can understand cheat enthusiasts that are that are in for more the idea of can I break this game? (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. You know, because it it kind of evokes the same idea of uh, speed running, you know, like what can I do that? where I can play the game on it as it was unintended. But yeah. when, you, when you bring that to a public server where it gives you an immediate advantage over people, that's just like, could you not? Yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with about that. Cause like, I'm fine with cheating if it's on a game. That's like something you're doing for yourself. That's not you using it against other people. Like my dad says he, when he plays civilization, he cheats to get a lot of money because he doesn't have the time to sit and grind the game. Mm. So he does it to get some of the stuff he wants a little bit quicker. And like, he's not like, you know, it's civilization. You're not playing with anyone else. So it's fine. But like, if you're playing with someone else and you're just doing it to be a jerk about it, just to show off, that's kind of, yeah i agree yeah, not it's not, it just makes it not fun for the people who actually want to have a you know a legitimate experience right uh i think though that wraps up this episode of project rusty we've got going on uh hey austin you have anything you want to shout out follow me on twitter at platysaur p-l-a-t-y-s-a-u-r and have a lovely whatever time it is for you it's uh eight o'clock uh yeah have a lovely eight o'clock there you go uh, and I'm- also i just want to say make sure that you uh if you're going to enjoy an adult beverage please be 21 or older good Th- thank you for that reminder elizabeth probably has no clue what i'm talking about <laughs> bold of you what <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to out Austin here. Last week, he thought it was 18. Yeah, he thought the drinking age was 18. Oh, uh, slip. <laughs> uh, hey, Mike, what, uh, uh, do you have anything you want to leave the um, folks with? You can follow me at Zolo567 on Twitter. And yeah. Perfect. Uh, Elizabeth, anything you want to say? Uh, I mean, you can follow me at Punsona, P-U-N-S-0-N-A. I'm going to be avoiding the internet because I can't see Detective Pikachu day one for the rest of the week. So, right. uh, yeah, you can follow me at Panoptimist, P I N O P T I M I S T. Um, I don't know. Uh, I do a lot of Terrace House stuff. If you like that. If not, I also do a lot of video game stuff. Check that out too. Um, yeah, I think that about does it for this episode of Project Rusty. You can find another episode coming at you hot next week on Wednesday. Uh, and until then, we'll uh, see ya. Project Rusty.
Bye. Later. Don't want to see you. Yep. <laughs>